the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the United Inland Empire radio program, folks. My name is Don Dix. I'm the chapter leader for Act for America, and I'm joined by my co-host, Greg Britton, who is the leader of the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I should say he's on the cabinet of... Morning or afternoon, as the case may be. So according to Governor Brown, we are freeloaders, folks. If you have any concern about paying higher gas taxes, Governor Brown in Orange County not too long ago just called you freeloaders. Right, as as George Orwell wrote, uh, or is peace... Freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength, and uh, tax paying is freeloading. We, <laughs> well, you know what? Fortunately, no sooner did the uh, ink dry on this law that Governor Brown uh, signed into law than an assemblyman out of Huntington Beach decided not on our watch, and he has put together a ballot initiative that is working its way through the Secretary of State, through the process, and at some point in time, another 40, 50 days, will be ready for us to start gathering signatures to repeal this. Really want to give you a warm welcome to the show a crusader, a freedom fighter, Travis Allen, Assemblyman from Huntington Beach. Thank you for being with us today. Guys, thanks so much for having me on. So you have, uh, you have, let's, let's tell the folks the story about how you decided that this was the issue that needed to be rolled out, uh, to be opposed, and to use the ballot initiative in order to roll back this gas tax. So it was very simple. I was elected in 2012, and, you know, I've seen a lot of crazy laws pushed by Jerry Brown and the California Democrats over the last five years. But when they they tried to ram through the largest gas tax increase in California's history without a vote of the people, and they had to grease the wheels with a billion dollars in special deals to, to four legislators to essentially buy their votes, I said, look, this is this is not how our democracy is supposed to work. This is just wrong. Jerry Brown campaigned on a promise of no new taxes without voter approval. And I thought, you know what? Uh, there's something we can do about this. So I contacted my legal team. We got to work immediately on the, on the uh, initiative to repeal the gas tax. It is now in the uh, attorney general's office. And it will directly and completely get rid of SB1. And so once we get these signatures that we need, the California voters will send a very direct and a very clear message. If Sacramento wants to raise our taxes, they got to come through the California people first. That's great initiative and uh, initiative, double meaning of that word, your own personal initiative to take this. Um, I've noticed a, a striking absence of any support from the Republican Party for this. I would have thought the day after this passed, there would have been a press conference with every Republican member of the legislature Say, and Jim Brulte saying, this will not stand. We're going to go to the people on this. But you're the only one I see that's actually doing anything about it. 
Well, we've actually been gaining support uh, very rapidly and very steadily. So I now have 10 Republican Assembly members who are all on our statewide finance team to help us raise the funds to make sure that we get the signatures. Uh, I have a number of senators who have also joined the cause. And uh, we are in direct talks uh, with all the leadership uh, at the Republican Party because I really think that this is two things. Number one, this is a nonpartisan issue. This doesn't matter whether you're Democrat, Republican, independent. This is about the people of California having a say in what their taxes look like and, and not allowing Jerry Brown and his cohort of California Democrats to ram through laws without our approval. But, but that said, you know, I got to tell you, you know, this is the Republican message, which is California's taxes are among the highest in the nation. Yep. This will only drive taxes higher. And don't believe a word out of Jerry Brown's mouth when he's trying to tell you there's a lockbox on this money and they're not going to rate it. Because every time they've said that before, you better believe they've gotten their hands on that money. Haven't they already rated it? Well, they what they this tax has not gone into effect. It, the gas tax starts in November of this year, but the transportation funding that we already have for it has been rated every single year since 2011 to the tune of over a billion dollars a year. So, so get get this. Since 2011, Jerry Brown has been taking money that should have been going to fix our roads and instead throwing it into the general fund to pay for pet projects up and down the state. Now he comes and he says, I'm going to ram the largest gas tax increase in California's history down your throat. And, and guess what? It's going to generate $5.2 billion a year, $52 billion over the next 10 years. But would you think that he would also say, and all of that other money I've been taking from transportation funding, I'm going to redirect that and make sure that that goes to roads as well because it's a priority? That's a rhetorical question, of no. course. Right. That's exactly right. All that other money, he's still scooping it all away. So what, what Jerry Brown is really doing is he's creating a brand new tax on the California people. And, you know, he's using the roads as a pretext to do it. This is going to make your gas go up by 12 cents a gallon starting on November 1st, and it's going to make your car registration go up by up to $175 on January 1st. Which is particularly egregious for those of us out here in the Inland Empire because most of the people here travel, what, 40, 50, 60 miles an hour, miles at speeds of like, at the most inefficient speeds uh, for gas utilization to get to their jobs out west. And that's probably why Jerry Brown came to Riverside in order to peddle this thing so he could buy the support of Senator Roth, uh, Assemblywoman Sabrina Cervantes, who are the people, you know, who who got this money, if you will, uh, for a part of part of what you mentioned—the billion dollars that came through this? What I think is amazing is that the California Democrats, and maybe we'll talk on the other side of the break about this, is the California Democrats feel so strong, so secure, they can stick it to their constituents with higher gas taxes and registration fees, and they feel no political threat in doing so. None. None. Absolutely not. I, you know, up here in Sacramento, Jerry Brown runs everything. There is more than two-thirds Democrats in the Senate and in the Assembly. They literally need the Republicans for absolutely nothing, and now they act like it as well. And so- this gas tax is just emblematic of everything they've been doing, which is it's their way all the time, and, and there's nothing that anybody can do about it. And I just said, look, I've had enough of this. We're going to do a direct initiative, and we're going to we're going to put the power back where it belongs. 
in the hands of the California people. Speaking of which, this thing cannot work without a large groundswell of folks out here in the Inland Empire and in communities around the state like it. You have, uh, we're waiting for the ballot initiative to actually uh, finish through the process. But in the meantime, there's something very, very important to set the stage for the success of this that everybody can do. You've put together a website, No cagastax.com that people can go to right now to take action. What do you need them to do? I need everybody to go onto the website, nocagastax.com. Donate $5. Donate more if you can. What your donation is going to do is it's going to give us the money that we need to print and distribute the signature packets once we get them. When you donate $5, we are going to send you your very own signature packet. It's going to have spaces for your signature and, and nine others, so a total of 10 signatures per signature pack. And it's also going to have a return address, postage paid envelope. So really, all you got to do is, is get your signature packet, sign, have nine other California voters sign, and, and you just drop it in any mailbox. So we're making it as easy as possible. If you want to volunteer, there's also a, a button to sign up to volunteer where you can do, you know, host polling locations, help gather signatures, uh, get notifications, all of it. But the website is nocagastax.com. If you want to make your voice heard, if you're tired of being marginalized in California, you think that no politicians ever listen to you, you're just sick and tired of what Jerry Brown has done to the state, not only in the last eight years, but in his previous two terms before this, and you want to take action, Go to nocagastax.com right now, donate some money, sign up to help, and let's go repeal this gas tax. This is just it. It can't happen without people getting involved. And, uh, folks, if you if you think that this can get done without your involvement, you're kidding yourselves. This is something that directly affects every single person in the Inland Empire, whether you're a Republican, an Independent, or a Democrat, and you need to get your voice heard. And, Travis, I can't tell you how much we appreciate you taking the initiative in order to put this together and as the process unfolds will you come back and give us an update and just one of the things we'd like to do is once this is ready for signature gathering is hold a big event out here in the inland empire with you so that we can kick off the signature drive out here uh in a big way will will you come out here and visit with us I would absolutely love to. Look, the Inland Empire is going to be one of the areas hardest hit by Jerry Brown's massive gas tax increase. You know, I, I've lived in Orange County for 20 years. I have friends out in the Inland Empire. I drive the 405 and the 91 freeway all the time. You know, I've, I've been stuck in the 91 freeway for up to three hours before. And, and anybody that lives out there knows exactly what I'm talking about. Not one penny of SB1, this new gas tax, is going to go to build any new lanes anywhere in california so if you hate the traffic it's not going to get any better they're just going to charge you more for your gas and as we all know there's so many commuters that come back and forth on that that 91 and 405 freeway every single day these are dollars directly out of your pocket and you never got a chance to vote on it so go to nocagastax.com sign up Make your voice heard. Let's repeal it. And as soon as we get those signature packets, should be about 40, uh, about 50, 40 to 50 days right now. Okay. Uh, we will absolutely love to go out there and do a huge event for you. That's wonderful. And we very much appreciate you taking the lead on this issue. And it'll be a good issue for the Republicans if they would just get behind it. We need to hear from our sponsor for this half of Unite IE Radio, Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this. 
Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed. He's a good guy. He'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now is the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We just had a, a great interview with Travis Allen, who has taken the lead and initiative to put the initiative to repeal the Dem gas tax increase and vehicle registration increase. And grudgingly, some Republicans are getting behind him. But you would think that with such a great issue that they could they could appeal to voters who don't normally vote Republican with, they they should all have been on board immediately, all out, all in to get this on the ballot and have every Republican candidate in the state in 2018 stand by this. We want to lower your gas taxes. Those Democrats want to raise them. It's such a great issue um, on many levels, Greg. You're right, because not only is it a good issue to get Republicans fired up, this is a great issue to take to Democrats to say, this is the party that you have aligned with. They have directly uh, you know, violated their basic tenant, their foundation, which is we watch out for the little guy and gone after the little guy in the most egregious way, in the most regressive way from a tax policy. They've gone after your pocketbook in a way that directly impacts. It's like the reverse of a progressive tax. This, you know, a progressive tax starts out at 10 percent for the lower incomes and then goes to 39 percent. This works exactly the opposite on a percentage basis. This hits the lower income people to a greater percentage than it does the higher income people, what we call the coastal elites so everybody within the listening you know uh, circumference of this radio show within the what do you call it? listening radius there you go <laughs> within the listening uh, ship of this radio show you should be fired up you should be reaching out to your democratic friends you should be engaging them on this issue and saying these democrats have lied to you they don't represent you they represent the establishment they represent the power structure they represent the deep state they don't give a rip about you well, that's true, and I think some of these coastal elites would just be all would be pleased as hell if they got some of the peasants off the road so they didn't they could drive faster. Oh yeah, that is the end game. Ultimately, people, the end game of all of this is to get you out of your cars, get you onto mass transit, get you onto bicycles. Which you know, good luck taking your 
50 mile commute down the Santa Ana bike lane uh, when it's rainy outside so you can get to your job in Orange County. Yeah, that's going to work. Or taking a train. No, people in California, we love our cars. We have a love relation and hate sometimes when, you know, they break down. But we love our cars. We love the freedom it gives us. I mean, I remember when I was 18, when I was 16 and I got my driver's license and the sense of freedom that that gave me. And they keep spending money at Los Angeles since the 80s have spent $15 billion on commuter rail systems. And they have no more ridership than they did, taking mass transit to work than they did when they started that process. In fact, by this point, it's now declining. But and even in Los Angeles, single driver people getting to work right is increasing. Yep, the people are voting with their feet and their derrieres on how they want to get around. But the government, the Dem government, wants to tell them how to live, where to live, and how to transport themselves. And there's, and uh, if we had time, I was going to ask Travis about this, is on top of this latest gas tax increase, Brown is now pushing cap and trade. And they want, a, they want an extension right. of, that, of that law. And to avoid any possible challenges that it's a tax increase, they, they want them to get the two-thirds. And this one, even the California Air Resources Board says this could raise gas, tax, gas prices by another 70 cents a gallon. And if CARB admits to 70 cents, it's probably going to be a lot more than that. But to make it even worse, there was just an interview, there was just an article in this last week or so that a Republican Assembly Leader Chad Mays and another of his colleagues are, want to support it. That's crazy. That is crazy. That is that is capitulation of the highest nature. Uh, you know, it, it, we have, you know, the, the most frustrating thing about all this, Greg, is that we have the issues on our side. We have the, the the platform on our side. We have, you know, the freedom and liberty on our side. We are diametrically opposed to everything that the uh, that, that this brand of the Democratic Party, and I want to make this clear, when we talk about the Democratic Party, we're not talking about the Democratic Party of 40, 50 years ago, the Democratic Party of our parents. My mother was a member of the Democratic Party. She voted Republican a lot, but th- that was in a day when the differences were less distinguishable. We have Assembly Bill 20 22 or is it senate bill can't remember senate any rate assembly 22 it repeals a section of the law that prohibits communists from being employed in state jobs right now one little teeny bit of good news in california i just read thursday morning yes that the proponent of that bill in part in large measure because of of opposition from the vietnamese immigrant community is is withdrawing the bill well, thank God for so, that. So, so, so now, so now, the, the uh, all the communists cannot be official card-carrying members of Communist Party USA. Right, but we know, we know in our university system that we have Marxist professors, communist professors. We know that there are elected officials that found that 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 find uh, solace. They find shelter within the Communist Party in the state of California. This is a refuge. This is a part and parcel. If you think for even a minute as a Democrat that you are that you are not in league with anarchists who want to rip down everything that America stands for, you have another thing coming to you. The Democratic Party is now home to Marxists, socialists, 
and communists, and they are ripping the fabric of everything that this country represents apart. As Obama said, that uh, wants to fundamentally transform the United States of America, and they're setting about doing that. Yeah, within your within the Democratic Party, you had Bernie Sanders running as a Democratic Socialist. Folks, the Democrat, the, the progressives love to play name games. They love to use language to hide themselves in and to re- brand themselves. That's the whole reason why this term progressives is used right now. It makes it sound like, oh, I you know, I want to progress into the future. I want society to progress, but actually we need to call them by what they really are. They are regressives. They want to take us back to a time when the government reigned supreme. They want to take us back to these these uh uh forms of government that are led by look at what's happening in Venezuela. This is socialism on steroids. This is what happens fast frame. Right. In a nation with, with abundant oil reserves, people are literally starving. It's, it's the socialist diet. I just read in the last month or so that the average Venezuelan has lost 20 pounds or so in the, in the, in, in the last year. Dude, they're eating each other. They are, actually, they are actually cannibalizing individuals that die because you look in the grocery stores, they, and that's not an exaggeration. I have read countless uh, stories about that fact. So their store shelves are empty. So it all begins with you getting involved in this, uh, uh, this bill. I'm sorry, this uh, petition that Travis Allen has put together, go to the website, nocagastax.com, and and sign up to be a volunteer. Sign up, make a small donation of five bucks. I mean, come on. This is an investment. It's time to put our money where our mouth is. It's time to put our feet where our our Facebook page posts are. Often do we say the most important political office is that of the private citizen. Here is a way... To, to carry out your obligations. Time for another word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. We've been serving our community with personalized homeownership solutions for over 26 years with offices in Moreno Valley, Temecula, Corona, Downey, Westlake Village, and Covina to service all of Southern California and Arizona. Today, we are experiencing excellent conditions in real estate and real estate financing. Interest rates are as low as they've ever been in our history, and real estate prices have come way up from the lows of 2010. If you've purchased a house in the last several years, there's a great chance that today your equity position is much better and available interest rates are much lower. Two factors that spell opportunity for you. If you want to find out what this means to you and you want to talk to a lender who will give you straightforward, honest direction towards an option that's best for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday, 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. And again, Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. Right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by California DRE. Broker license number 01147747. And California Financiers Lenders License number 603K610. Licensed by the California Department of Business Oversight number 603K610. NMLS 9873. AM 590. The answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program, the radio show for the most important political office in the country, that a private citizen. That's you, our listener. We've given you a great opportunity to get engaged in fixing the government here in the state of California. We had Travis Assemblyman Travis Allen on earlier. We've been talking about his ballot initiative that's currently working its way through the Attorney General's office some 40, 50 days from now. But in the meantime, you can take action. You can get involved. You can be a part of this. Go to no ca 
gastax.com. Send them five, send them 10, send them $20, become a volunteer. You'll get your initiative as soon as it works its way out of the state uh, bureaucracy. You'll get initiatives mailed to you. You can start gathering signatures, and we're going to have a big event with Travis Allen out here in the Inland Empire to kick all that off. Greg. There was an article in the Independent Journal Review recently, and I'll give you some polling data. 72% of likely voters in California have an unfavorable opinion of Republicans, of the Republican Party. 66% of millennials, 80% of Latinos the same. And 50% of Republicans have a negative view of the California Republican Party. Hmm. It's that bad. Wow. And they, they, they go on to quote Tom Dubacar. We've had him on our show. He was a Senate candidate in, in 2016. And he explains that minority parties become relevant by choosing an issue and pushing it. I've been after them to do that with water issue for a decade. They should have had seven or eight water bills around the state and gotten everyone on the same page. It could have been easy because it's a relevant, important issue. And the same thing applies to this gas tax. Yep. Same thing applies to, there was just also recent polling on school choice. And a large majority, 60% of Californians favor school choice. And, And including... I'm looking for the figure here. 73% of African-Americans, 69% of Latinos favor school choice. Such a no-brainer. Once, once again, here's the opportunity to do the right thing by children and a winning political issue for the Republicans. Where are they? Rolling back no the gas tax has got to be one of the best. I mean, they the Democrats have literally served us up a golden opportunity, and we have 40 days to get everybody going in the right direction on this. And you can bet I will be putting pressure on the Republican Party in Riverside to get behind Travis Allen's ballot initiative. It's C- nocagastax.com. That's nocagastax.com. Go there now. Write that website down if you're not in front of a computer. Go there as soon as you can. Unless you're driving a car. Right. Go share it with your friends and neighbors, and let's get rocking on this. We'll be back with more on the United ID Radio Show after the break. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we were just talking the last half hour of how you can carry that out, and specifically regarding the Dem gas tax increase. Thanks to Travis Allen, there's going to be an initiative to repeal that gas tax increase and vehicle license fee increase, as well as there's a big increase in diesel. Yep, fuel. 20 cents. So, so if you buy anything that is carried on a truck, Absolutely, that will going to raise the cost of that as well. That'll get translated right back into the cost of everything that you pick up on the shelves, because ultimately everything comes through... Uh, you know, diesel trucks, you know, diesel trucks deliver your groceries, diesel trucks deliver uh, your gas, even your gas. I mean, think about that. That's a diesel truck that's delivering your gas. So the cost of delivering gas just went up, too. I mean, it, it, the ripple effects of this gas tax are going to be huge. And it. I mean, you know, eventually compounded with what you talked about, the cap and trade, which would uh, ultimately also raise the price of gas. Much more, much more right, than... Will cripple 
the California economy because we do depend on our cars so much. People will move out. People already are moving out in record numbers. I know people who've engaged in the fight here in Southern California. Many of our activist friends are, that are like they're they're like you know we can't do it anymore. We're out of here. And so we, you know this this ballot initiative gives us a a great opportunity to have a new round of leadership, a new round of activists, a new round of grassroots to engage in one of the most important issues. We're talking real money here. We're talking real money that will take money away from your ability to do everything from go out to dinner to putting your kids uh, you know, into sports. I mean, when you talk about two, three, four hundred dollars a month, which is for some people who drive a lot, you've got two, three car families, uh, high schoolers that are in cars. When you add it all up, we're, t- we're talking some serious money here. And ultimately, that is going to come out of somewhere in your budget. And you can see the, the arrogance, the disdain that the Sacramento politicians have when they feel they can do this with impunity. And then Jerry Brown, this, this past week, says that if you oppose this gas tax increase, and by the way, California already has the highest gas taxes in the country, counting the current cap-and-trade program, then you're a freeloader. Ben Shapiro writes, I'm sorry, John Nolte on Daily Wire writes, at the at, at an event last week in Orange County, the state's governor, Democrat Jerry Brown, blasted law-abiding taxpayers as freeloaders. The context involves Brown's uh, recent $52 billion tax hike, which includes a direct attack on the middle and working class through a 12-cent increase in gas tax, which is already the seventh highest in the country, and an annual $50 increase average uh, on vehicle registration. So Brown, here's Brown's quote, freeloaders. I've had enough of them. They have a president that doesn't tell the truth, and they're following suit, he said during a speech in an event aimed to defend the de- a Democratic lawmaker who's facing a recall effort in the tax hike. This is a uh, senator, I believe, out of Fullerton. Yeah, Newman. Yeah, who's now facing a recall effort because of this. So Brown goes down to Orange County to defend Newman, to defend his gas tax, and he calls you, every one of you out there that oppose this, a freeloader. How do you feel about that? You're a freeloader. You already pay the seventh highest gas taxes. You pay the highest corporate taxes in the country. You pay the highest personal income taxes in the country. Highest sales taxes. Highest sales taxes. Probably the highest property taxes when you count when you figure in the fact that we have the highest real estate costs in the country. It's in the top ten on, on property taxes as well. Yeah, and you're freeloaders. You're freeloaders. You people that break your back going back and forth between the Inland Empire and Orange County, spend four hours away from your family just commuting to your job. You people that work at $15, $20 an hour trying to make ends meet. You're freeloaders. Let that sink in. And those are your politicians. Those are your leaders. This is your government. And with this initiative, once it comes out, you, we, will have the opportunity to do something about it. The tax increase was jammed through by Brown and the Democrats, who have a supermajority in the state legislature. Republican lawmakers were absolutely helpless to do anything about this because of this supermajority. Well, no, hang on. But, but see, that, that's not correct. This thing would have failed if all of the Republicans had voted no. Right, because you had a Democrat that crossed over. Correct. So one state senator, Steve Glazer, uh, voted no on it. So they needed they needed one Republican. 
And that was a guy named Canella from the, from the Central Valley. Yeah, who's turned out, by the way. And is now planning to run for county, county supervisor. supervisor. Yes. It would be interesting to follow up and see whether he has any serious opposition. That guy should burn. That, that guy should burn politically for yeah. what he's done to California yeah. and for violating the, the, the basic fundamental uh, belief of what it means to be a Republican. Freedom, liberty, the right to determine your own mm-hmm. destiny, the right to not have a government that is that, that rides your back. Put you into the yoke of slavery. That's exactly what this Democratic government is doing in California. They're putting the yoke of slavery around you, financial slavery. My question is whether Canela was merely a sellout or the designated sellout. Well, that, and, and the point that you're making is interesting because there is this horse trading that goes on in Sacramento between the Democrats and the Republicans where and, and even within the party. So, for instance, um, you will have within the Democratic Party, you'll have Democrats that will be specifically chosen to vote no on things because they're in they're in districts where their reelection is fragile and, and is, is potentially could be jeopardized by a vote. On this uh, vote, this communist thing, I looked at who the Democrats were that voted no, and they were all that some of them were these freshman uh, Democrat assembly people that were uh, Sabrina Cervantes voted no on it. Um, Now, I don't know if that was from the heart or because of the horse trading, but your greater point is it's very difficult to ascertain whether these are ideological no's. Or political no's. Or, or political yeses, in the case of Canela. Right. Voting for the gas tax increase. Exactly right. Anyways, time for a word from the sponsor of this half of Unite, i.e. Radio, All-Star Collision. The place to go when you have an auto accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Steve Bannon, who used to head Breitbart News and is now a, a, a top assistant to President Trump, said that if you think they're going to give you your own country back without a fight, you are sadly mistaken. Every day is going to be a fight. This is the promise of Donald Trump. You're exactly right. And I listened to his Coast Guard commencement speech the other day. And that's the kind of message that I want to hear from Donald Trump from this point forward. I want him to take the high road. I want him to focus on his agenda and not get drawn into the details of this latest uh, step by the deep state to damage the presidency of Donald Trump, the appointment of a special uh, counselor, right? Right, special counsel. That's not a special investigator. It's not a... uh, what are the other terms? Uh, Sometimes called a special prosecutor. Special prosecutor. Uh, it's a special counsel to look into uh, the broader picture of the Russian Trump campaign 
collusion and Russia's influence in the election. It should be noted that the FBI has been investigating this since last July. Right. And there was a New York Times article in January 20 when Trump took office that the, the NSA, CIA, FBI, and Treasury Financial Crimes Unit were using wiretap data in their investigation. And in all this time, in all this investigation, there is zero evidence of any collusion between anyone associated with Trump and the Russians. What you're listening to, what you're watching unfold in Washington, D.C., and in this country, ladies and gentlemen, is what I refer to as a slow-rolling coup d'etat. This is the this is the deep state. These are the uh, establishment bureaucrats that supersede uh, any administration, be it Trump, Obama. This is the establishment political class. These are the lobbyists. These are the uh, even pieces of the of our uh, I want to say national security infrastructure. They are all conspiring against Donald Trump because what Donald Trump represents to these people is the. American people, this is Donald Trump is the virus that the American people elected to infect and kill the the bureaucracies that have expanded over their constitutional bounds in Washington, D.C., the power structure that is that is seeping and sapping away our freedoms and our liberties every day. This is the this is the deep state in the Democratic Party. And unfortunately, Certain elements within the Republican Party, uh, those folks that many people like to call rhinos, these are all these elements pushing back on the agenda of Donald Trump. Well, absolutely. And I absolutely expected this. Right. Maybe, as, maybe not at quite this level of viciousness and and lying and distortion that they're doing now. But yeah, he's trying to he's going to try to change things. They they're afraid of him. And the Democrats, the mainstream media, as if, as if there's any difference are all in on this. The deep state, which is almost all Democrat, you look at the contribution, political contributions by federal employees. Every department is, other than defense, which is only in the 80% range, most of them are well over 90% of the contributions by these federal employees and bureaucrats, the deep state, went to Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump. I mean, we're talking about thousands upon thousands upon thousands of employees that work for the Social Security system. About two million plus. Right. That work for the Social Security. They work for the IRS. They work for bureaucracies in every cabinet department, whether it's HUD or, you know, Health and Human Services or the State Department or, you know, the Department of Justice around the country. We're talking about thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of employees that work for the federal government that have a vested interest, the EPA, all of these departments that Donald Trump wants to downsize, the Department of Education. We're talking about people that are that are vested in the expansion, in the status quo and the expansion of the federal government, which is diametrically opposed to the agenda that the American people put Donald Trump into office for. And that's exactly what this is what, what this is about. None of this, Greg, none of this would have happened without the collusion of the media. The media is the grease that's making all of this happen because if you only had uh, Democrats standing up and I don't care whether it's the well of the House or the Senate 
or on news programs or their uh, or, or their surrogates standing up and screaming about, you know, Donald Trump and collusion in Russia. If it was only the Democrats, this would have never gained any traction. But from day one of his after his election, they have conspired. You can literally look at a uh, at a timeline of when the Russian narrative emerged, I think, 10 days after the election. And they have been on that ever since. This is the media. They are enemies of the state. And I will tell you this, Greg. I believe. Well, no, I did there. The media are allies of the state. You know what? I'm actually beginning to believe that it's the media that is leading oh, on I think this. so. Oh, I think so. And they are not necessarily allies, but they are out front taking us in this direction. I believe it now more so than ever, now that the collusion between the Democratic Party and the media has been. I mean, if there was collusion between anything, it's between the Democratic Party and the uh, and the media based on what we learned from the from the emails that were revealed. But I believe more than ever that the media and the Democratic Party are a national security threat to the United States of America. And I would even say that apart from tactics, ISIS, which uses terrorism and, uh, you know, uh, the, the threat of terror and the actual use of violence in order to advance their cause, I would say that the media and the DNC are on a par with ISIS and terrorist organizations and are differ and differ only based on their tactics, not on their core objective of destroying America and Western civilization. I I am I am firmly in that camp now. Sure, and whether it's destroying or I can more maybe more in Obama's words back in two thousand eight, fundamentally transforming the United States of America, and they're all, they are all in on this. And I have, in, in my political life, and I followed politics reasonably closely uh, since the 1970s, I have never seen the media this openly, blatantly biased and politicized as they are now. They've always been liberal, and them, actually, them, and that may make them less effective when they are so over-the-top, blatant, politicized, that may make them less effective than if they were more subtle about what they're doing. I mean, look, you had Comey who testified twice that there was absolutely no interference in any of the FBI investigations. Yep. None. Zero. Nada. That was his opportunity to bring this up. And now what does the New York Times do? They cite a source U.S. official some arbitrary source. And by the way, I am sick and tired of these anonymous uh, sourcers. If these people want to be taken seriously, they need to step out of the shadows from this point forward because everything I am, I, I, I believe now, every source in air quotes that the media is using needs to come out and be identified or those sources, those anonymous sources should now be considered fake news until they're willing to step out and be accountable to the American people. Well, certainly those deep state bureaucrats um, have their own political agenda. And that's, and that's never discussed is, well, what, what's the agenda of the person giving me that information that I, as a liberal reporter, oh, I want to believe it. Right. It's like Dan Rather back in 2004. He gets those forged documents about Na- George Bush's National Guard Service and runs with them because that's what he wanted exactly to believe. And come back to Comey is the Weiss's memo that, which, where Trump supposedly asked him, you know, I hope you can see your way to letting this go. Flynn's a good guy. 
Now, that, Trump shouldn't have said that. I'll, I'll con- certainly concede that point. But that's nowhere near obstruction of justice. And if Comey had thought that was an attempt to obstruct justice, he committed a felony by not reporting it. That's exactly right. We had a we had an article that came out uh, Jared from Fox. Jared, uh, the attorney within Fox. Um, Greg Jarrett. Greg Jarrett, who wrote an article citing the, the U.S. code that Comey was bound by if he felt that what was happening was interference in an FBI election. He had a he had a duty bound by law to report that to the Department of Justice and have an investigation done into that uh, attempt to influence an investigation. So not only do you not have uh, Comey doing that, not only do you not do you have Comey uh, coming out in two separate. Uh, investigation in two separate hearings saying that it, there was no interference. You have everything pinned around an anonymous source in a New York Times article reading off of a Comey memo that nobody has seen. I mean, get that. All you have is an anonymous source reading from a piece of paper that has never been corroborated. Just like what you cited with Dan Rather, a, a, a document that was never verified and and that is the triggering point for a special counsel. Give me a break. Yeah, the special special this of any special person they could appoint as a special counsel. It sounds like Mueller is probably the best choice. But the history of of these special counsels is they often run amok. And there's there was one under George W. Bush that even though he knew there was no crime had been committed, he continued the investigation for years and kept bringing officials of the George W. Bush administration into the grand jury to testify and ultimately found some minor discrepancy in the testimony of one of them, Scooter Libby, about who first told him about the matter. There was under investigation and he prosecuted him for perjury and convicted him for that, even though he knew early on in his investigation that the subject he was investigating, there was no crime had been committed. So that's the, that's the risk of the special counsel, but that's what it is. What the Republicans need to do is, okay, fine, let him investigate whatever he wants. There's no evidence that anything was done wrong by anybody associated with Donald Trump. Now, let's get on to health care reform, tax reform, and the rest of our agenda. Exactly right. What should Donald Trump do and not do? We'll chat about that after our final break for the Unite IE Radio Show, back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program. I want to remind all of our listeners to go today as soon as possible to the website nocagastax.com. That's nocagastax.com. We have the author and originator of the ballot initiative that will be on the November uh, 2018 ballots to repeal Governor Brown's gas tax that's going to devastate families across the Inland Empire. And we'll be talking more about that. But in the meantime, start the process. Get your uh, money, uh, $5, $10, your donation 
over to the organization that Travis Allen is putting together. You will get back in the mail a whole kit to enable you to go out and gather uh, signatures and a return envelope for that. Um, This is your time. This is the time for folks to get off the couch, get over to their computers and take a few easy steps in order to push back on what the uh, ruling class, the Democratic ruling class in Sacramento is doing to our families here in the Inland Empire. Once again, as a citizen, you have the opportunity to control your government, and this is going to be a great issue to get involved in because it affects all of our wallets and purses and pocketbooks and our ability to carry on our standard of living. Absolutely. Now, in our final moments, what should Donald Trump do from this point forward? Donald Trump should say, there's no evidence whatsoever, despite almost a year of investigation of any collusion between anyone associated with me and Russia. It's a non-issue. It's a lie. It's fake news. But let them investigate whatever whatever they want. Now, let's talk about getting Obamacare repealed and replaced with a much better law. Let's talk about tax reform and creating jobs for the American people. And more, as, as important, the Republicans in Congress need to do this. I've been reading articles this past week of Republicans wringing their hands while they can't do anything. Of course they can do something. They have the majorities. They can proceed with an agenda. They can start passing legislation. They can change the filibuster rule as necessary in the Senate to get an agenda passed. Because if they go into 2018 having not done anything, their risks of, of, of being defeated are much greater than passing their agenda and making the Democrats mad. And President Donald Trump needs to step aside from getting getting, uh, caught up in this whole Russian thing. And he needs to focus on getting getting tax reform passed. But he's got to do it in language that the Democrats can't avoid supporting. He's got to do it as if it's a jobs bill, because that's exactly what tax reform will do. It will put our economy back on the right direction it will allow employers the 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 financial flexibility to be able to hire new employees to expand their businesses it'll repatriate three trillion dollars the tax on that even if it's just ten percent three trillion ten percent of three trillion dollars is three hundred billion dollars can turbocharge his entire infrastructure agenda so all of this is predicated upon the Republicans continuing to uh, emphasize Donald Trump's agenda, which is jobs, 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 this in the form of tax reform. Absolutely. Um, of course, we are talking about the Republican Party. And as uh, someone said that uh, the Republicans seldom muff a chance to muff a chance. Well, you out there can put pressure on your Republicans and call them in their office and make sure that they get this tax reform on on the path to being passed. Absolutely. Once again, it comes down to the private citizen. Thanks for listening, and we will see you on the radio next week. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.